Welcome to the Boss Up Therapy Podcast. We're your hosts, D and J. Hey, J on the other line. Hey, y'all. So this episode is going to be a bit different, a little bit more unfiltered. We're going to basically try a different approach. So let me know if you guys like it. This episode is going to be about boundaries. How do we establish boundaries in order to boss up? And we're talking every type of boundary. Emotional, sexual, financial, intellectual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even with work. So I think let's first start to talk about work boundaries. I think that we can all really relate to those. So with work boundaries, I think that when whenever you're working, you have a lot of tasks going on already. And then sometimes somebody comes to you and asks you to do something else. So in order to first establish those boundaries, you have to ask yourself, is this part of your job description? Is it out of scope? Yeah, you have to know how to you have to know how to prioritize and actually look at, you know, what's in your job scope because a lot of us are doing stuff that's not in the job description and you're not getting paid for that. Remember that you're not getting paid for that, but you can use it to your advantage later and later on. Yes. Like use that to your advantage. If you decide that you do want to take on this extra task that your manager or some other team has asked you to do, write that down as an achievement that you can use to leverage to get a raise, uh, any type of promotion for your title, things like that. And so And also communicate clearly. Like if this is something that you can't do by end of day, let them know I can do this by end of week or let them know I don't have enough information to complete this task that you're asking of me or letting your boss know, hey, I have seven things on my plate. You're adding additional things. How do you want me to prioritize? Is this a really hot item that needs to be done right now? Is this a fire drill? Yeah, because if because if you keep taking on those and you don't you don't establish the boundary, you're going to find yourself overwhelmed, overstressed. You're wanting to quit. Maybe you do like the job, but now you want to quit. You got to establish those. And also, you do not want to be that person where if let's say there's always something that needs to be done instead of them hiring an, an additional resource, they're constantly asking you. Like, hey, I know this person is always going to do this for me. So you don't want to be a pushover about it. You want to have that balance of priorities and boundaries and saying, I can do this by this date. Is this okay? If not, can you please ask somebody else? Don't don't come for me. Okay. (laughs) Don't come for me. And next is friend boundaries. I think that we can talk about that because I think that everybody has like different friend circles. And although somebody is your friend, you don't always have to say yes. Yes, like I'm actually having an issue right now where, okay, maybe it's not an issue, but where one of my, one of our friends is getting married at a really far place within New York City. I don't even know where it is. Maybe it's Long Island. I don't know. Don't come for me. Okay. But (laughs) it's not even New York City. It's another place. Okay. (laughs) And I don't even know if I want to go. First, you can't bring kids and then you can't bring a plus one. Yeah. So so you see, they established many boundaries for their event, which is fine because it's their event. Yes. But then there's no consideration on the other end of that. Exactly. Know? Like so I'm a single when- mother and I have and I have a I have a six year old, but it's not that I don't have somebody to watch her, but if I'm gonna be this far away from my child, I also can't bring a plus one. What if by that time I have a booth egg? Like, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me why can't I bring somebody so and I totally get it like Jay said these are their boundaries and I have to figure out is this worth my energy and my time like these people do matter to me and they matter to us but I have to sit there and think the about like what are my boundaries what am I okay with 
And we both sides have to think about it. Yes. And I think it it plays into the emotional boundary and financial boundaries because your emotional boundaries is really what you let your emotions, you know, decide. Like how much of something are you willing to take? You know what I mean? How much are you going to stand up for yourself? If this, if going to this event makes you feel bad or doing that thing makes you feel like, I, I, I don't feel good. I just don't feel good doing this. That's your emotional boundary. And you have to know that within yourself. And then the financial boundary, you know, what if I don't want to travel two hours and spend $30 to get there? Like, I don't got that. Not that we don't, we do. But there's so many, there's so many boundaries, you know, like to consider. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, for example, if I don't go, a part of me will feel bad that I didn't go to celebrate with them. But a part of me that goes, I might feel like I'm not really having fun because most of the time is spent trying to get there. You don't have to have all the answers. So the wedding is at the end of the year. And so I still have time to think about it. And I, I think that sometimes if you're faced with a decision and you're not sure what your boundaries are, you can pause on it and think about it later. And that's still OK. Yes, I agree. 100 percent. Because who knows, maybe by then the situation will change. Things will get better. and there's some kind of compromise that you come to with yourself, like internally, you know what I mean? Um, because that's really all the boundary is. It's you constantly fighting with yourself to make a decision about what you will allow. Yes, that's true. It's something for me to come to terms with because what they establish is boundaries that won't be able to be moved because it's, of course, a wedding. Of course, yeah. Like that's already set in stone. Exactly. So boo thing or not, <laughs> you know? <laughs> he's not coming (laughs) he doesn't exist so if he's listening so the future boo if you're listening i'm so sorry you can't come with no you can't okay (laughs) yeah okay so let's pivot over to sexual boundaries yeah jay okay so i'm real i'm infamous for doing all this you know i feel like um there's Like part of growing up, sometimes you may feel promiscuous or like adventurous. You want to try new things. But having sexual boundaries is important because you don't know what uh, that other person might bring into your life. You know, whether it's diseases or trauma or drama, you know what I mean? So protecting yourself sexually, emotionally um, will help you navigate life because if you really don't if you really don't take the time to even establish what you will allow and what you won't allow then you know you're just gonna get you're gonna be like a ragdoll you're, you're gonna get stepped on so mm-hmm. yeah speaking of ragdoll we do like to get tossed around but <laughs> <laughs> but but it, i only it is too much <laughs> It's too much, guys. It's too much. <laughs> Only if I allow that. Now, don't toss me around when I didn't yes. say it was okay. Now yes. I'm scared. Okay? <laughs> so, yeah. No, but I think it's really important to know that boundaries is basically what are your limits? Yes, the limit. Okay, so if let's say your first date, your limit is I don't want to be touched on my first date, then you don't have to be touched. You know, you don't have to. It doesn't make you less less of a baddie. It doesn't make you less, 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 uh, you know, valued in any way. But I think letting that person know, hey, I really like you, but I'm just not comfortable yet to be touched at 
this stage right now. But as we get to know each other, we can explore that. And I think saying it like that is very respectful. It's not about saying, no, get the F off me, but more like explaining, you know, this is my comfort zone. I, I would like to be comfortable. And I think that makes it a lot better because then you can actually build a foundation together that where you both respect each other's spaces. Because if he says, I'm sorry, I don't like to be, I don't like to also be touched on the first date. I mean, we have to respect that too, right? I mean, what man has said that? But hey, if he says that, I'd be like, all right, cool. I, yeah, if people get offended by your boundaries, especially the sexual boundaries, the physical boundaries, then that says a lot about their character, not about yours. And so I also think what's important is that when you know what your, let's say, for example, we're talking about sexual boundaries. Let's say your sexual boundaries is I don't want to have sex or I don't want, I, I really just do not feel comfortable with having sex so early on in the stages. Then you should know how to set up the environment for yourself. So the first couple of times you guys meet, don't meet at the house or don't meet in it. Like setting yourself up in a way that you know you don't have to worry about your boundaries being overstepped. It's not about, oh, you're not strong enough. We are strong enough. It's just don't put yourself in a situation. It's kind of like saying, oh, I, I don't, I'm right now practicing on not drinking alcohol. And so why would you say, let's first day, let's go to the bar. Like make, try to, exactly, try to make it easier for yourself because why put yourself in an uncomfortable situation? So that's, so I think we should set those good boundaries for ourselves. Like even back, going backtracking into the work boundary, if let's say they're constantly giving you extra work, you can implement, hey guys, in the beginning of the day, let's have a five minute stand up together and say what our priorities for the day is. Just so you know what's ahead and said, people aren't just throwing stuff at you. So it's like setting up the environment for yourself that it's a bit more healthier. And I think too, with, with boundaries, you'll find that a lot of people will take it the wrong way. So when you have boundaries, just know that if you establish that boundary for yourself, stick to it because yourself chose that you chose that for yourself just because other people are saying well I don't like that you're thinking like that or I don't like that you don't want to spend all that money or I don't like that you believe that that's on them that's not on you if your boundary is to stay in your lane stay in your lane don't go off lane because people want you to to do things or say things that they believe or that they want yeah preach preach I think it's important to know that how you feel matters and that stress and all those that anxiety where actually shows on your body like for us like our backs just get wider every time we're more stressed (laughs) if you want to join the narrow down your back program it's you have to establish really healthy boundaries (laughs) okay even okay next boundaries we, we should really talk about is with our family like with our children for example like us us as mothers especially as parents whoever's parents are listening hey like you need to know that if let's say your boundaries that you have your own time at night right to yourself you need to have the boundary of putting your child to bed by x time so that you can have that self you know reflection or whatever moment self-care 
with yourself, like those are healthy boundaries you have to establish yourself. Yeah. And all in all, having these boundaries will alleviate stress, burnout, self-doubt, all of it. So. Yeah, that de- the dedication is is crazy, but I think that even with children telling teaching them how to establish boundaries. Like if this is let's say they want to spend time alone to work on like their little arts and crafts or play on their iPad or watch a movie, like that's their time too. And we give them their space to be able to assert those boundaries too. And I think that once they learn boundaries earlier, it's also healthier. Like for example, my child had an incident where this girl kept touching her hair and she had to keep telling her, Hey, please don't touch my hair. And she had to practice asserting those boundaries. And so they do learn early on what they are, but we have to show them that we have boundaries too. I'm using the bathroom. Can I please have a pri- some privacy? I mean, they really don't listen to that. We already know this, but that doesn't mean we, sh- that, that's the hardest one, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't try. We should continue to try that so that they know. Listen guys, it's not easy. Okay. Cause let me tell you, the, the younger one I have stayed up till with me until 5 a.m. Some of them are about that life. So just be careful. Yeah. And like I mentioned before, like setting up the environment for yourself. So putting up that do not disturb towards the end of the night. If that's the time that you take to journal, to read, to take a nice hot shower, like that's your time, right? Turn off your notifications from work, from other people. If that's what you need for your boundaries to be set, like that's that. And it'll contribute to your mental health as well. So just knowing that you're doing something because that's what you want to do. That's what you established, you know, getting that time to yourself and being able to to just enjoy being alone, getting two seconds to breathe. And then I think overall, really, the next step is taking responsibility for your own actions your boundaries are something that you have to set if somebody doesn't follow it that's on them okay d so then how do you explain to people like me who i i disrupt my own boundaries i i break i i set boundaries and then i don't follow through what's that about so you're a walking contradiction correct yikes So you have to ask yourself, are you doing that because that's within your comfort zone? Oh, is that something that you've been used to for a while where you have a boundary of if this guy is disrespecting me, he should not be talking to me. And then you go, hey, hello, hi. All the time. All the time. But you break the boundary because sometimes you're used to that feeling, the high and the low and the low and the high. And that could be one, a distraction, or two, entertainment, or three, looking for something out of that, right? But when you start realizing why you're actually doing it, you realize, like, it's kind of silly. Oh, very, yeah. It's very silly. I mean, it's okay. We all make silly mis- We all make silly mistakes or, you know, but we all learn from it. And it's okay. Like, we're not all supposed to be perfect about it anyways. When you take responsibility for your side of the, your side of the street that you're driving on, then you're going to realize, like, I got to stay in my lane, guys. I just, I'm really bad at it, so... It's a learning process. Exactly. You have to stay in the lane, right? So if you realize that you need to do what you actually need to do to keep your boundaries, whatever the other person does, it doesn't actually matter. So let's say you say, do not call me after 5 p.m. And this person continuously calls you. Do you have to pick up? No, you don't. Do you have to feel bad about it? No, you don't. Because you've clearly explained it. 
are they not listening because your boundaries are not clear enough? No, they are very clear. Very crystal clear. But to make it even clearer is to never pick up after 5 p.m., as you stated. That's hard. Because if you apply that... If you apply that concept across the board, you like think about what she's saying. You, if you apply that concept across the board, that's you completely changing your life. No more comfort zone. You're going to be sitting with yourself thinking, oh, maybe I should have picked it up. But I would say the best way moving forward is to just really stay to yourself. Test yourself. I mean, I test myself constantly and I always fail, but I keep trying. No, and it's okay to test yourself and it's always going to be tempting. We're humans. We're tempted every single day with everything around society. But if you find that it's hard to actually not pick up the phone at 5 p.m., like we said in our example, then you have to create the environment for yourself that makes it easier. And also asking yourself, why do you want to not be called at after 5 p.m.? Is it because you have a whole self-care routine down? Maybe you have a gym class afterwards. Maybe you have to help your child with their homework or blah, 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 blah. Maybe that thing, maybe that thing that keeps happening doesn't make you feel good. But, you know, you gotta, you have to really think about why you're doing it. So therapy, therapy helps. Yes, therapy does help Um, because it's what one is about boundaries and two, it's also about consideration, right? So Whatever your boundary is, if let's say this person does not agree with it, it constantly disrupts it. You can, of course, have the right to ask, hey, I had said that this is what I'm comfortable with and this is what I need. Why is it that you're doing the very opposite? And hear what they have to say. If this person says, hey, I just like to talk to you, then maybe you guys can come come to an agreed time that works for both of you. So I think it's also about opening that door. Yeah, finding finding a way around it. Yep. Yeah, I think it's also about balance. I guess that's a good that's a good suggestion. Like facing it head on. Just facing that thing that keeps happening that maybe you you that makes you upset or uncomfortable. Facing it head on and really evaluating. Yeah, because people think that boundaries means that you're being a you know, a B I T C H about it. Like, but you're not being that. You're just saying this is what I'm comfortable with and this is what I'm expecting. But you can also explain why you're expecting that. And then see what their thoughts are too. And I think that's the healthiest way to have a conversation. Now, after the conversation, if nobody follows it and you don't follow your own boundaries and they don't follow it, I mean, that's that's therapy. You need therapy. So the key takeaways that I have for this boundaries episode is one, being transparent on what your boundaries are. What are your limitations? Why you're uncomfortable or why you're comfortable? Like what you're expecting of it. And then also ensuring that let's say, you're able to see it from both sides. Why you have those boundaries, why this person is, whether they're obeying it or disobeying it, why that may be so. And another key takeaway I really have is more so about taking responsibility for your own actions. Your boundaries is for you, for you to actually establish and follow follow that because that's something that you believe in. If that person doesn't accept that, I mean, that is on them. And I think that's really the biggest key takeaway is that it's up to you to follow your own boundaries. Of course, emotional well-being comes to mind, respect, values. Yes, all three of those things are are important. And once you establish your your baselines for all of that, what are your values? What do I need to be respected about? How well am I feeling today? Does this make me feel good? Does this make me feel bad? Center your decision making around that. And maybe you might see a positive change in your life. 
Yep. And I think really the biggest thing is knowing that to practice having boundaries, it's not something that happens overnight. Okay. So we've grown up where our parents didn't really ask us what our boundaries are or taught us what they were, especially as women and women of color. Like we are not really taught that. But I think that if, as long as you practice it and ask yourself how you feel, like Jay said along the way, it'll be helpful. And if you don't, and you don't need to have all the answers. If let's say someone asking you a question and you're not really sure what your boundaries are at that very moment, take a pause and say, thank you for asking me. I need a moment. And I'll get back to you. And that's also fine. You don't have to know right away what you're okay with, what you're not. Maybe you need a moment to yourself. Maybe you need to pray. Maybe you need to ask your therapist. Or maybe you need to ask a friend. That's all fine. And I think that once you practice exactly. it, it's, yeah. it's a journey. It is, in fact, a journey. And I've come a long way with my boundaries and I'm still practicing it in all realms and all mm-hmm. aspects of my life as Jay is as well. But as you keep practicing it, you'll realize you do have an inner voice and that's what you have to listen to. Yes. I know it's hard to listen to it because it doesn't feel good, but you know, you have to. Yeah. Sometimes the inner voice is very quiet and you're like, bitch, speak up. But <laughs> <laughs> like speak up anyways. And if you, and if you do find yourself breaking your boundaries, just know that, Tomorrow's a new day and then you can always try again. Yes, exactly. You can always try again. It's okay. And also, another thing is, as we know, anytime you do the opposite of what's right for you, you constantly taught the same lesson over and over and over again because God loves you. And he won't stop until you actually face yourself. So don't worry about it. You'll see it. Thanks for listening to the Boss Up Therapy podcast. We would love it if you would be able to drop a review if this episode helped you in any way. And if you would like to submit any questions for us to answer in our next episode, please submit to bossuptherapy at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And as always, babe, we are rooting for you. We want to see you win and we want to see you boss up. And if we can do it, so can you. Follow us and stay tuned for our next episode as we continue the journey together. Of course, here's the lingo language. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. Our purpose is to share our own personal experiences as a guide to self-improvement. Anything said should not be taken as replacement for medical, clinical, professional advice of a trained and licensed therapist, coach, specialist, doctor, or health professional. The intention of this podcast is not to establish any therapist-patient relationship to replace any of your current services. If you take any action or inaction as a result of any of the content you consume on the podcast, This is based solely on your decision and our podcast cannot be held liable for any of the consequences of such action or inaction. As always, we recommend you speak to your own personal therapist or seek a health professional.